We have a story of a former CFL player. His name is Orlando Bowen. He had just signed a five-year contract. He was waiting to meet up with his friends to celebrate. He was then approached by two undercover white police officers who asked him if he had any drugs. He said he didn't, and he was then physically severely beaten. Take a look. Signed a contract extension with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I was going into my fifth season. I go out to celebrate with my teammates. I'm waiting for them to meet up at a carpool location. I get to the location first. I see two guys walking towards me. One guy says, hey man, got any drugs? And I'm like, no. You mind if we go through your pockets? They don't find anything. Then one guy says, okay, we're gonna have to put the cuffs on you. For what? Guy punched me in my side, just said, just do what you told you, effing asshole. The way these guys are behaving, they're not cops, man. The morning after the assault, though, when I was at the hospital, when the nurse said, asked me what happened, I wasn't gonna go into any detail um, with her because I was just like, I can't believe this. So I was just like, I got jumped. And the nurse says, oh, by who, the police? So I'm like, wait a minute, why, why did you say? I was offended by the, how she responded. It was too casual. I said, why did you say that? Why did you say it like that? And she said, oh, well, because I see it all the time, but usually, you know, the person is like a newcomer or like a teenager or they don't speak English well. When we went to uh, seek legal representation and we had lawyers saying, you know, we don't want you to take this the wrong way, but in our professional judgment, we're going to recommend that you plead guilty to a lesser charge because you're black. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense to me. I'm innocent. It wasn't just one uh, law firm that, that had that type of sentiment. So then that speaks to there being a bigger systemic challenge in terms of perception and in terms of are you really innocent until proven guilty? There is racism here in Canada. It's embedded in systems, into institutions, education, housing, economics. It's been present for a long time. It's just now a lot of people are seeing it in a different light because of some of the things that have transpired over the last uh, 18 months. Beatings continue, especially when they put the cuffs on me and one guy was on my back and holding me down and the other guy was just trying to, he was trying to get me flush in my face, right? But I couldn't move because my hands were pinned behind my back and he puts his hand on his gun and he says to his partner, I'm gonna shoot him in the head, I swear to God. And in that moment, I realized that I, if I establish the upper hand in this moment, I'll never see my family again. It's easier and more palatable to look at what happened to us as a one-off than to think that it could be systemic. If it's systemic, then we have work to do. In the US, when we're having conversations, folks are like, yeah, it exists, I've seen it. When I'm speaking with a number of Canadian audiences and I share what we've been through, they're like, what? In Canada? And then it takes a minute, because they're just like, how is this even possible? I didn't even think that anything like this was possible in Canada. Sometimes it's hard knowing that I survived. It's recognizing that I have to do something because Mr. Floyd can't. Breonna Taylor can't, Regis can't, Jermaine Carby can't. The list is so long that they can't, so I must. This was a black man. 
regardless of whether or not he played for the CFL, upstanding citizen, law-abiding citizen, family man, husband, father, none of that mattered because all of these racist police officers saw was a black man. And he was falsely accused of dealing drugs, drug possession, and he was beaten so badly that he had to retire from the game of football due to severe head injuries. Interesting facts at the hospital with the nurse um, saying to him, or being able to immediately say, oh, was it a police officer that you were jumped by? Because it happens a lot more than we see, but the hospitals obviously will see that because these patients are coming in beaten or killed. So she was able to immediately know that it must have been a police officer that jumped him and was able to give him stats of what normally these people look like or who they are that come in beaten by police officers. Um, also, he mentions that when he speaks to people in the US, they are so surprised at the racism in Canada. And he made it very clear that racism exists here and he's a product of that. Um, he did not sue. He was acquitted from the charges, as you see. Um, and he did not sue. He did not go after these officers. In fact, he wrote them a letter letting them know that he forgives them for what they did, which is quite noble of him. I don't think that that's what I would be able to do had this happened to me or any of my loved ones. Um, but he did write a letter. Uh, one of the officers actually ended up being charged with drug possession and was sentenced to seven years in jail. The other officer involved in this is now a sergeant. Talk about the Blue Brotherhood. Um, and Orlando Bowen has moved on to become a motivational speaker. He speaks to youths, he empowers them, he inspires them. Uh, he uses his story to teach them how to prepare themselves in the event that they should ever be faced with a situation like this. Um, and he's doing wonderful things for the youth community. So we applaud and have high respect for Orlando Bowen. And um, we hope and pray that, you know, he's okay and um, he will continue to spread and pour into our community, which is what we all need to do and continue to build our community, only uh, invest in our own community and continue to expose all of the racism that we suffer uh, so that this is a way that we can eradicate what's happening to our brothers and sisters. To any of the Canadian brothers and sisters out there, if you have any stories of racism or you know anybody, whether it be a family member, a friend, co-worker, um, I'd love to hear about it. Head over to africandiasporanews.org and scroll down to the contact section and fill out the form and tell me your story. Um, I'd be happy to hear it and report it. Uh, so I look forward to your stories. Once again, africandiasporanews.org, head over to the contact section and fill out your form. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe and um, also subscribe to my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations, 
where I report on Black-owned businesses in the Niagara region and across the province of Ontario. Until next time, please be safe, everyone. Peace be.